I'm Jason Notoris, and this is SPE Talks to Shauna Noonan. Welcome to the SPE Podcast. Maybe one of the last episodes coming from our homes could be going back to the office soon. Some restrictions are lifting across the globe. Hoping all of you out there are able to keep safe and stay strong. Shauna, how are you holding up? And what are you seeing across the industry about the workforce potentially returning to the office? Oh, I am so encouraged that companies are now either they've started or they are soon to implement ways to be slowly bringing back people to the office, albeit in different strategies. Some are looking at uh, bringing people in on a rotating schedule, such as, okay, Team A is in the office Mondays and Wednesdays, and Team B is there Tuesdays and Thursdays, or even determining which employees really don't need to be in the office and can continue to be working from home. But, you know, as we're slowly starting to return into offices, and I know uh, even, too, with the the, the service providers, I want to thank many of them, too, for continuing to do business while a lot of us are in lockdown, for example, offering uh, virtual teardowns. Being able to, instead of having to travel to a pump shop to witness a teardown, that we can now actually do it virtually through long distance. But we're still trying to figure out a way to meet in person as a society through our events, as well as our sections. But I guess with the silver lining, some of our huge fundraising efforts, they are already still continuing to occur because they already offer a, a sense of social distancing. So we can still continue to provide much needed uh, scholarship money to many of our student members. I have to say I've been working on my golf game and I'm, I'm pretty pumped right now because I just had my first uh, sporting clays lesson this morning. <laughs> so I'm setting myself to participate and help generate some scholarship funds for those SBE events. Fascinating. Was it successful this morning? Let's just say that um, some clays felt their demise, but then there were others that didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Those clays, they can be elusive. For everyone who's, who's not accustomed to it, once a month we do bring in 2020 SBE President Shauna Noonan to discuss her column. Her June column is Strengthening Our Core Disciplines. So when you have your Ask the President questions at the end of your column and at the end of the podcast, what type of feedback are you hearing from the members and from those who are listening? been very interesting and uh, very broad with the type of feedback that I get. And I do make a point of responding to every person that does send uh, an email through uh, the president at sbe.org. They don't come directly to me. They actually get routed uh, through uh, an SBE staff member. So if you're not seeing a response from me in a short period of time. It's either because it hasn't been sent on to me or um, it could be a difficult question that I have to think about. Currently, the one that um, I have yet to respond to is a very long-term SBE member who really thinks that SBE should have never gone international and that we would not be in a situation we're in now financially 
and as well as having to start offering all this virtual media if we had always remained uh, an association within the United States. My personal opinion, and this will pretty much be my response, is, you know, our industry has no borders. We've benefited from the diversity, whether it's cultural or geographical, um, overall. And I think one of the best things that could have happened to SBE was for us to uh, go international, because I believe that we are defined by all the disciplines that we have uh, within our membership, not by geographical borders. And this uh, really then leads into the theme of this last column, which is actually, it's the last of the five fundamental areas that I wanted to focus on as SP president was strengthening our core disciplines. Shauna, what exactly do you mean by the core disciplines? Well, I don't want people to take offense that these are preferential disciplines. You know, what I mean is the foundation of our petroleum engineering fundamentals, they're all within the core discipline, drilling, completions, reservoir, which definitely includes the geosciences and production operations. Because these disciplines, which for the purposes of my presidency, way I've defined as core disciplines, they make up the bulk of coursework in most petroleum engineering degree programs. Uh, as well as the content in the SBE uh, engineering certification test. And even still today, most of our members can identify themselves as either being a drilling, completions, reservoir, or production engineer. But yes, there are so many other disciplines within our industry, such as HSE, management, economics, facilities. And over time, SBE has added content and programs covering topics outside of the core disciplines to encompass it all. And our membership has grown as a result. And, you know, let's be honest, most of us work on multidisciplinary teams and collaborations that extend well beyond just these core disciplines. So it made complete sense for SBE to adopt this expansion strategy. And while we must continue to provide and welcome all disciplines and professions involved with producing the world's hydrocarbons, we must still deliver quality content and programs for fundamental petroleum engineering disciplines. And these, you know, at the field level, closest to the wellhead. And just kind of a quick tangent here. When I interned for Mobile Oil up in Canada, I actually had a manager, his name was Kevin Grondin, who believed that you were not a true uh, production engineer unless you went out and at least hugged a wellhead each day. (laughs) Superstitions are not just for baseball, everyone. (laughs) So when you speak of this growth of SPE's 75,000 or so professional members, they're all coming in from different disciplines. But what does that demographic look like? Well, in your member profile as an, S, uh, as an SB member, you can identify yourself with disciplines that we've laid out. Or if there isn't one there, then you're just kind of stuck in a other category or none selected. But um, I had the staff pull the uh, 2019 membership and just to look to see how it looked, uh, the demographics looked by discipline. 
still today, two-thirds of our total professional membership lists their primary discipline as being a core discipline. Now, there's a chart that's in my column, and people might be a little confused because they see drilling, they'll see completions, but then they'll see a category that's drilling and completions. And what that is is the those that are still listed under a drilling and completions those are people that have not updated their SVE profile since they actually split the discipline in, 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 into either drilling and completions. And I highly recommend if you're one of those individuals that you do go in and update because, um, and I'll, I'll give an example later in this podcast, we're going to start rolling out some exclusive content that is going to be tied with your primary discipline. And it's going to either be drilling or completions, but not drilling and completions. Now, we've also redefined one of our traditional disciplines, which used to be M&I, Management and Information. And uh, the board of directors just recently uh, redefined and relaunched it as the data science and engineering analytics and management discipline. So again, for those now that finally can list their primary discipline as a data science discipline within your SBE member profile, I highly recommend you do that as well. Now, as we continue to expand and welcome more disciplines as our industry changes and evolves, the one thing that I wanted to concentrate on was to ensure that we do not dilute the offerings and erode the value of being an SBE member for those in our core disciplines. And at the same time, we need to ensure that these offerings are easily acceptable because many of the members in these core disciplines are at the field location. And that typically they're at an age where they really need this knowledge transfer and just making sure we have ways to make sure that they're not only staying current uh, and relevant, but they're also getting the right information. Well, do you think that there's a chance that this could be an issue though? Well, so I started to do some homework. Um, I had some suspicions when I was doing this article. And this, again, was one of the reasons why I identified this as one of my uh, five focus areas as SBE president. So the first thing I did was look at the JPT. I looked at the technical ca categories that were covered in JPT in the year 2000 and then compared it with today and really seeing were we still delivering on those core disciplines? And, and, you know, I was very pleased to see that, yes, through JPT, we've expanded its coverage into other disciplines without compromising articles and features focused on those core disciplines. But, hey, it's a magazine, and it's relatively easy because you can just add pages. But inherently, too, that also adds to the cost of producing a printed um, venue. Now, Quick sidebar, something I discovered when I was doing the research in One Petro, looking at the JPT article, that um, as an SBE member, you can get in for free in One Petro all the past uh, JPT articles and the synopsized papers for free if you're an SBE member. And there's over 70 years worth in One Petro. And I actually had fun one weekend going back, looking through past years, and even some of the articles 
that appeared in the year 2000, a lot of it was still very relevant for today. So I think that's a huge member benefit, by the way, that again, as SC president, I didn't realize that was actually there. So now I'm trying to get the message out to as many members as I can. And then the next thing I did was do some research into ATCE. Um, I compared the technical sessions uh, from the year 2000 and 2020. And having served on the ATCE program committee in the past, I know that there's a finite number of sessions available. And sometimes it can be a bit uh, contentious is a bit of a strong word, but the drilling people need three sessions, but the hydraulic fracturing need four. And, you know, it, it's a give and take. And so this is where I w was, had a suspicion that there might have been a, some level of dilution. And I actually found that there was approximately a 30% reduction in the sessions for reservoir and geosciences at ATC when I looked at 2020 compared to 2000. But then when I started to do a little further digging, you know, I discovered that this decrease was not due to the encroachment of new disciplines coming in, but it was primarily because of the increased activity into hydraulic fracturing and the doubling of sessions allotted for the completion discipline. So again, the the core is still being addressed, but the disciplines the disciplines within that core had changed over time. So you know, in reflection, the ATCE program committees have done an amazing job of being able to include sessions of interest for a wide variety of disciplines while still serving the needs of our members in those core disciplines. So I was very impressed. And that's good research too. It's good to be able to look back and do more than just look at the numbers, but come to conclusions based on what we're seeing from the numbers. Let's take a quick break with that in our mind, and we'll be back in just a moment. SPE is proud to co-sponsor the Energy and Data webinar series, Engaging Connect with Sumil Garg on June 25th at 8 a.m. Central Time for update structural models in real time using machine learning. Garg's demonstration will focus on a machine learning workflow in the upstream oil and gas domain to predict formation tops by applying artificial intelligence and machine learning techniques to learn the well log signatures. Don't miss out on this great learning experience. Register online now. The energy and data webinars are powered by AAPG, SEG, and SPE. We're back with Shauna Noonan, 2020 SPE president. Now, SPE has technical directors that oversee these disciplines. And just to be fully transparent and clear, Shauna, can you tell us about what the function of these directors is? I would love to, because this is something that I want our members to realize um, not only who these individuals are, but what they actually do in serving our members. And I have a little personal uh, twist to this because my first time on the SB Board of Directors, I myself was a technical director. I was the technical director of production and operations, which at a board level doesn't exist on its own anymore. It was merged with uh, facilities. Um, so I guess, well, it wasn't myself. It was actually Jennifer Miskimmons, who was the last P&O TD. She came on after I did. But, okay, so what then as TD, what was our role? Well, we serve as champions and have advisory resources uh, to the board and all the different committees and the staff for 
their representative discipline in all SBE programs. So as P&O technical director, I was making sure that my discipline was well represented within events, webinars, JPT articles, uh, and so on and so forth. And at the same time, if there was moderation or questions within the P&O and SB uh, Connect, there's involvement from the TDs as well. And then one of our roles is to encourage and promote coverage. In order to do that, you're not doing it by yourself. Each one of the TDs has their own advisory committees that they make sure are diverse in uh, geographically as well as within all the little side disciplines within that discipline. And if you want more information on it, there's uh, you can go to the Explore Your Discipline section on SBE's website. And since the TDs have been around since 2001, they've played a vital role in maintaining our content for the core disciplines as SBE expands, but also, too, we needed to rely on them strategically to tell us from a discipline perspective, what is your discipline going to look the next five to 10 years from now? So then when we're setting forth our strategic plans, we're also looking at it strategically at a discipline level. And I really believe having those uh, technical directors and making sure that on a discipline level, we're delivering on that content, it really increases the value of having an SBE membership. And I'm really hearing that these individuals are very tapped into their discipline. But beyond that, being able to be strategic to enable SPE to succeed, not only today, but forecast for success in the future and setting their committees up for success as well. The technical directors are, are very highly respected and highly recognized uh, people within their own discipline. And let me mention two, two of them because I, I mentioned them in my article. So last year, I was approached by both our incoming and outgoing technical directors for drilling. So Jeff Moss was rolling off the board and David Reed was coming on. And they wanted to be able to demonstrate to the drilling community the value of having an SPE membership because they thought that um, they had some concerns at the time. So they wanted to pilot a program that would provide exclusive content to our SBE members in the drilling discipline. So working with SBE staff, we started to collect feedback from the drilling engineering community as to what would need to be included in this program to really increase the value proposition of being an SBE member as a drilling engineer. And this, this program now, we've now coined them as engagement hubs. And the pilot program was scheduled to launch by this summer, but obviously we've had to allocate a, a lot of resources in other areas right now in response to uh, the COVID pandemic and uh, the, the reduction in um, our events. But I'm still committed to see this through, and I'm thankful that it looks like we're still we're going to retain the funding for it. And uh, if this pilot is successful, and by the way, the only way you could be able to be a part of the special content that's going to be delivered through this engagement hub is if you're an SBE member. 
And we're actually trying to deliver a lot of it through the app. Because, again, we have so many programs that are out there that you, if you're willing to pay a little bit more money for it, you can access it and not be an SBE member. And I'm, again, really trying to focus on driving the value proposition for being an SBE member in the first place. So I'm trying to drive a lot more exclusive content. As I hand over the gavel to Dr. Tom Blassingame, I'm still on the board for another year and as outgoing, making sure that a lot of my initiatives that I had started will actually be uh, implemented by the time I finish my three-year term. And so, you know, and I want to ensure that these offerings are accessible to the many core discipline members who are based in field locations. This is why we're looking at a lot of better and shorter content for them because, as I mentioned, these are members earlier in their career and they need these materials for their technical development. (laughs) And I can so relate to this because as a young rig rig supervisor, you know, based in the remote town of Fox Creek, Alberta, if I, even for me to attend a section meeting, it was a two-hour drive into Edmonton. And if those events were held in the winter, it was um, a, a serious safety issue because of really poor road conditions. And so even though I was an SBE member, because I was out in the remote location, there was a lot of content or um, events that were going on that were difficult for me. But, you know, it, it's a whole different time right now and we can deliver content and we have been through our website and our app being able to listen to and participate in not only section but even for the bigger conferences the international events can be challenging if non-existent for those in field locations and offering virtual events is a way that we can actually drive value to those members and reach them and provide the education they need it's always been in our strategic plan to start offering some events in, in virtually in, in some manner. And we did a pilot earlier this year at the International Hydraulic Fracturing Conference in the Woodlands out to several other sections. We live streamed the opening session just to prove out the platform and work out the glitches. And um, little did we know then that just a few months later, Uh, we would quickly have to expand our offerings in the virtual space to reach any of our members, whether they're sitting at their dining room table like I am right now or close out to the wellhead. Sean, a part of that has been with the SPE Live on the simulcast social media platforms where the discussions for the upcoming virtual event for Oilfield Scale, we're talking about doing a live look-in of that keynote panel where on SPE Live, on social media, you will be able to kind of have a 10-minute preview of what it would be like to attend one of these virtual conferences, at which time the simulcast stream will end and you'll be directed, if you'd like to continue watching, please go over to the event website and register. That's one element of the puzzle that we are figuring out and adapting to. To be honest, I think going ahead... We're, our events are going to be hybrid. They're going to be a mix of both. They're going to be a mix of virtual as well as in person. And then even thinking a lot of our larger events too, this is when we have our recognition ceremonies for our members. You know, how can we continue to do that and have a sense of uh, a satisfaction for those award winners? You know, it kind of 
the virtual space versus in person and trying to handle all the social distancing, um, we are figuring this out. And we are having these more virtual events starting this year. But I'm asking our members, please not only be patient, because this is a new space for SBE, we really need your feedback. Because uh, again, we're a member-driven organization. We need to have some, these uh, these virtual offerings have to be of value to you. And this is why we need your, your feedback. But I, I won't go too much more into that because we're going to delve a lot more next month in my column. But I really believe that there is a silver lining in this space where we're, aren't, we're now going to be able to reach out to those in field and well operations a lot more. Uh, and they're going to be able to learn about the latest techniques faster and possibly find ways to network and find mentors in a virtual space with them not having to take necessarily time off of work if they can get it to come into some of the larger cities where these events are being held. Let's take a quick break with that in our mind, and we'll be back in just a moment. SPE is going virtual. Coming the 24th to the 26th of June, the SPE International Oilfield Scale Conference and Exhibition will be a 100% online event. You'll enjoy a high-quality, peer-reviewed technical program, networking opportunities, and an exhibition center. Join us in keeping our communities connected during this challenging time. Register today and access the event live from anywhere around the globe. Search SPE Oilfield Scale in your web browser or click the link in the show notes of this episode. From our home office to yours, hope to see you there. We're back with Shauna Noonan, 2020 SPE president. As our industry evolves, one could assume that there will continue to be, as history has shown, an emergence of more unique disciplines. Oh, yeah. It could be disciplines that aren't even on our radar yet. Um, but it, that's that's the dynamics and the beauty of our industry. And we need to continue to include those disciplines in our ever-growing family uh, to solve our grand challenges and drive the innovation. But we still have our fundamental core disciplines. And after spending time looking at the data and talking with members and being able to start to create some programs like these engagement hubs for those core disciplines, I am confident that we can continue to keep expanding our reach while still delivering accessible quality content and programs on fundamental petroleum engineering and field operations. Shauna, thank you so much. The question of the month is next, but first a reminder that the distinguished lecturers have gone virtual. This season's DLs have recorded webinars available to all SPE members for free. Visit the DL website or webevents.spe.org to learn more. Links are in the show notes. In coordination with Shauna's column each month, we also want to ask you, the listener, a question. We'll even be addressing some of the responses on future podcasts. So here we go. The question of the month. Do you feel that SPE has maintained its level of content and programs for the core disciplines? If not, where are the gaps and how can we improve? Okay, so we want to hear from you. Email your response to president 
at spe.org. Again, that question is, do you feel that SPE has maintained its level of content and programs for the core disciplines? If not, where are the gaps and how can we improve? And then let's, let's keep this conversation going too. Use the hashtag SPE podcast. We want to hear from you on social media and interact with you there as well. Looking for the latest episodes? You can search SPE Podcast on Apple Podcast, Podbean, or anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Please leave reviews. We appreciate the five stars and hearing your feedback. You can also find us online at spe.org slash podcast. Special thanks to this episode's guest, 2020 SPE President Shauna Noonan. I'm Jason Notoris, and thanks for listening. SPE Podcast is powered by the Society of Petroleum Engineers the largest individual member organization serving managers, engineers, scientists, and other professionals worldwide in the upstream segment of the oil and gas industry. Learn more at spe.org.